These are texts appointed for Pentecost Sunday, May 28th, 2023. Let us pray. Almighty God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, that by the preaching of the gospel, your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We pray also. O God, you taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending to them the light of your Holy Spirit. Grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Beloved people of God, we come to the Feast of Pentecost, to the celebration of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles, of God making known by that Spirit through his servants the extraordinary things that he has done for our salvation through Jesus Christ, his Son, our Lord. We are reminded of how the Spirit draws us together into a fierce unity of faith and love how he knits us together as members of his body, how he builds us up and sends us out into a broken and dying world, all the while filling us with the peace and joy and abundance of his presence. We come to an overflowing celebration, an exultant abundance, more than we could ever ask or imagine but we celebrate acknowledging our scarcity and want, the reality that we are often alienated from this promised inbreaking, this rich feast. And so our celebration is paradoxical, marked by longing as well as jubilation, and we cry out to this selfsame God, this free-blowing mighty wind, and we say, Come. Our readings today offer us something of a compelling story arc. We begin in the book of Genesis with the episode of the Tower of Babel, the reverse of the Pentecost miracle. We see people working together in unity and unanimity to build a monument to their own pride, to their self-will, to their own seizure of heaven. And God thwarts their plans by confusing their tongues. We cannot, by our efforts, mount up to heaven and crown the accomplishments of human civilization with perfection, but rather must wait, must attend within the little and the broken things to the God who comes down and brings peace out of chaos 
and unity out of division, a body out of scattered parts. This is Genesis 11, verses 1 through 9. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinhar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they purpose to do will be impossible to them. Come, let us go down, and there let us confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them there from over the face of the whole earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the earth, and from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We turn now to the account in the book of Acts that is the historical center of what is commemorated this day, the giving of the Holy Spirit. This is Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost arrived, the disciples were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at the sound of the multitude come together, they were bewildered, because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each one of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes, and Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel, and in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days I will pour my spirit, 
and they shall prophesy. They will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. And the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. It shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We hear now on the other side of this type-antitype relationship of these two dramatic events within the hidden and spiritual history of humanity. What it is that the embodied life of this community of the spirit actually looks like. This is from the Apostle Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 4 through 13. Now there are varieties of gifts with the same spirit, and there are varieties of service with the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm for today is a portion of Psalm 104, Benedic Anima Mea, which the ancients understood to be a psalm that explores the structure of the world, especially suitable for rugations, and indeed in some traditions used as a daily psalm at the beginning of the day during the first hour of prayer, which was rendered in the evening, as according to the Jewish calendar, evening was the beginning of the day. The section that we will read speaks of the work of the Spirit in creation and renewal. This is Psalm 104, verses 24 through 35. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. So is the great and wide sea also, in which are creeping things innumerable, creatures both small and great. There go the ships, and there is that Leviathan, whom you made to take its pleasure therein. These all wait upon you, that you may give them their food in due season. When you give it to them, they gather it in. And when you open your hand, they are filled with good things. 
When you hide your face, they are troubled. When you take away their breath, they die and are turned again to their dust. When you let your breath go forth, they shall be made, and you shall renew the face of the earth. The glorious majesty of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. If he even touches the hills, they shall smoke. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. And so shall my words please him. My joy shall be in the Lord. As for sinners, they shall perish from the earth, and the ungodly shall come to an end. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. It is interesting to contemplate a gospel lesson on the day of Pentecost. Of course, all of the lessons in the gospel describe a time before the Holy Spirit had come down upon the disciples, and yet they were all written after that Holy Spirit had descended, and in some mysterious way, under the inspiration of that same Holy Spirit. Well, there's a interesting timeline paradox as we come to the gospel approach hearing from the holy words of our lord on this day the section that we have is again from john's gospel in the 14th chapter we hear a conversation between jesus and his disciples wherein philip asks jesus to show them the father and jesus responds by explaining his unity with the father and his promise of the Holy Spirit will dwell in believers and enable them, enable them to do even greater works than he does. Jesus assures his disciples that they will not be left alone, but will receive the Spirit as their helper and comforter. This is John chapter 14, verses 8 through 17. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask of the Father, and he will give you another helper, to be with you forever even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you 
and will be in you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our poem for today actually gives us another angle in which we can consider the Holy Spirit. This is a poem of the 18th century hymnographer William Cooper. It explores the role of the Holy Spirit in illuminating the scriptures for those who believe. This is his poem, The Interpreter. The Spirit breathes upon the word and brings the truth to sight. Precepts and promises afford a sanctifying light. A glory gilds the sacred page, majestic like the sun. It gives a light to every age. It gives, but borrows none. The hand that gave it still supplies the gracious light and heat. His truths upon the nations rise, they rise, but never set. Let everlasting thanks be thine for such bright display, as makes a world of darkness shine with beams of heavenly day. My soul rejoices to pursue the steps of him I love, till glory break upon my view in brighter worlds above. Amen. Let us pray. O good and gracious God, on the day of Pentecost you revealed your wondrous deeds of salvation through the Spirit's descent on the apostles. Open our hearts anew to the extraordinary work that you have done for us in Christ. Unite us in faith and love, knit us together as members of his body, empower us to carry your message of hope and reconciliation to a broken world. Fill us with the peace and joy of your abiding presence as we eagerly await the renewal and restoration of all things by your Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. An additional prayer for this week. This is the introductory collect for Pentecost from the Gothic Missal. O God, you are the illumination and life of those who believe, the indescribable one, whose gifts are celebrated by the greatness of the testimony of this festival day of Pentecost. Grant that your people grasp with their minds what was taught by your wonders, so that the adoption which the Holy Spirit has invoked upon us may have nothing lukewarm about it, nor diverse in faith. The same Spirit who lives and reigns with you and our Lord Jesus Christ throughout all ages of ages. Amen. Amen.